Welcome to Sovereign Self, weaving spiritual awakening with the fabric of everyday life. Your host is Zofia Renea Morales. We'll discuss and show you how you can achieve the highest potential in your life through divine wisdom and really live. Now, here is your host, Zofia Renea Morales. Welcome back to another episode of Sovereign Self. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and today I'm going to discuss aligning with who you are in order to reach your goals with a return guest, Tony Rebick. But before I do Tony's reintroduction, I would like to introduce you to yourself. I would like to introduce you to the knowledge of what is your number one spiritual superpower. And you can do that at superpowerquiz.us. And you know you're going to need a pen and a piece of paper if you listen to this show anytime at all. So grab that pen, grab that piece of paper, superpowerquiz.us, and then get ready to welcome Tony Rebick. She has a master's degree in and she's an alignment psychologist since 2005. She's the founder of True Self Psychology, a short-term alignment and consciousness awakening program aimed at guiding individuals to live a more centered life by reconditioning their unhealthy mind patterns, healing lingering trauma, pain, and developing healthy new mind patterns that align with their core being. The true self psychology has grown over the years into a philosophy, a true self way of good living, now available online for those who seek wellness through reaching alignment. Her most renowned Stand In Your Power Masterclass has enabled a multitude of participants to master their emotions and find their alignment since 2009. As a leader in her field, Tony is regularly invited as a guest speaker on <laughs> her alignment coaching psychology program. She's also a weekly contributor of emotional wellness tips on Montreal's radio, The Beat 92.5, and a guest on CJAD 800. She's currently in the final stages of putting together her leading edge and innovative true self psychology coach training program for professionals who are seeking to broaden their coaching skills. Welcome, Tony. I'm so happy to have you back with me again this week. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me back. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. Oh, I'm super glad to have you here as well. So I know we've talked about all kinds of wonderful topics in the past. Mm -hmm. um, how does being aligned with your highest self impact reaching your goals? So there are a lot of people out there who are like, well, I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need more than a plan? I've got a plan A and a plan B. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> So, you know, when you you do your uh, uh, beginning of the year, I'm sure all your viewers, or at least most of them, have had uh, plans at the beginning of January, right? So you had yes. a goal, you had a goal, and another portion had a plan to reach that goal. Mm -hmm. And um, by now, uh, statistics will show that over 90% is not accomplishing their goals. Yes. So it's not uh, the plan. It's not wanting something. Wanting something is like putting out, you know, into the ether, um, kind of like an idea, a potential idea. And the plan are steps to get there. And then your mental state, how you feel, is actually the energy in which that's going to carry you there. Mm -hmm. So 
the more aligned you are. Alignment means that the way you're thinking is connected to your core being, to who you are as a person and what you want. So for example, if uh, what I see a lot is people who don't believe in themselves when they try to reach a goal. Oh, that's a conflict. Yeah. How does that, how does that show up for someone? How would you know that it was a lack of belief in yourself that was keeping you from stepping into it? Well, they're going to, they're going to criticize themselves. So they're going to say, well, I don't have enough time or what's wrong with me. How come I can't accomplish this? It's the same year I had that, you know, many people in January gave the same goal last year and And the year before. And and, yeah. So when you're not reaching your goals, the tendency is to criticize yourself for not achieving them, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough, not smart enough. All the all, yeah, all not the enough willpower, enough. whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. Or what will people think of me? You know, if I oh, do Lord. Keep yeah. my goals, you know, um, you know, people may not like me. That's another one. You know what? So, I had that happen actually with a girlfriend of mine. <laughs> I had I'd lost a bunch of weight, like forty five pounds or something like that. And uh, I I kept getting these like skinny bitch vibes off of her. <laughs> it's like, oh come on, don't, don't think about me that way. <laughs> Well, there you go. Or or people will feel like, you know, they can't because they have responsibilities. If many of yeah. your viewers are women who have children, a lot of people feel they can't accomplish certain goals because of their responsibilities. So there's a lot of reasons. So I always say that your first goal in achieving anything you want is the first goal is to be connected with yourself. Because if you have that internal struggle, that struggle is preventing you from taking the right steps towards your goals. You're going to create this, it's creating resistance. So you have to close that gap within yourself. So to, in other words, to have a good relationship with yourself, so you can increase the self regard, the self-confidence, the self-esteem, the, the, the feeling like it's possible, right? So when you connect with yourself, you're raising your vibe to where you're feeling that things are more possible. And then if you start planning, uh, following your plan, well, you have the energy to follow the plan. Mm. You know? Otherwise, <clears throat> it's easier yeah. to connect with what you want if you believe in yourself. Yeah, that's true. And it's easier to get where you're going if you're not dragging a bunch of baggage behind you yeah. as you're going there. Exactly. Now, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, oh my gosh, one more thing on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and that's interesting. I I like that you said that because um, uh, what I noticed, and I have a, one of my workshops is it's called mind your goals to, you know, set your mind aligned with your goals. And the reason I created that, you know, because at the base, I'm a psychologist. So you're wondering why my focus on goals, which is more coaching oriented, right? Right. And the thing is that um, what I noticed in my clients is that when they would talk about what they wanted, they would talk more about why they couldn't achieve it rather mm. than achieve it. Yeah. Talk about more all the the hassle, you know, to get to where they want to go. It felt like a burden. Mm. Do you feel like doing something when it feels like a burden? No, I want to run the other way. I want to go, <laughs> go hide in, hide in the social media scrolls or, or videos or good. something. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So if you need to go to the gym and you don't feel like it, you'll talk yourself out of it. Oh, yeah. 
So you're you're following your feelings. Your your nadala will follow that feeling. So that's why you have to have that. You have to start feeling good about what you want. Otherwise, you will not have the energy it takes to get there. And if you still do, if you're pushing yourself, a lot of people be push themselves through. It's going to be hard to get there, and it's going to take longer to get there. And many times, when you get there, you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't enjoy the destination when you've arrived, oh. and you certainly didn't enjoy the journey. <laughs> if you don't enjoy the journey, forget it. You're not going to appreciate as much the destination. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And what do you say to those of us who are like, I don't know what I want. I just know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem with that is that your mind's listening to you. So when uh-huh. you say, "I want," I, I know what I don't want then your mind is paying more attention to what you don't want. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot better to say, well, I want to focus on how I want to feel. So start by that. If you don't know what you want, start by what you want to feel. So I want to feel good. I just know that I want to feel connected with people. I want to feel good. I want to feel more secure. I want to feel like I belong. I want to feel like what I'm doing matters, right? Mm -hmm. So nourish those feelings first because when you create those feelings within you then you'll get what's called inspired thoughts inspired and then you can lead to inspired action because when you feel good that's when the juices in your mind the creative mind is flowing right when you don't feel good that's not when creative mind is no that's when you curl up in a little lump (laughs) (laughs) netflix (laughs) netflix binging yes distraction (laughs) techniques so uh, so if you don't know what you want in terms of something external of you, make sure that you can focus on what you want internal within you. Personal development will always take you to a better place. You know, the more you work on yourself, the more you're vibing higher, the more you're connecting, making better choices. And then in that journey of self-care, you will bump into somebody who inspired an idea or somebody told you something about a project that they want you to be involved in or all of a sudden you you know get this more clarity of oh it's true you know when i was younger this is what i wanted to do and it comes back again you know so that's what tends to happen when we care for ourselves the energy brings us to where we where we're wanting to go yeah let's let's talk a little bit about the fundamentals of caring for ourselves mm-hmm. emotionally and psychologically mm-hmm. i you know Days, days at the spa are wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and I do enjoy a good shopping trip, but uh, I don't <laughs> don't want to do the shopaholic thing either. So no, no. how do how do we really address the things that are bothering us so we don't have to numb out? Mm-hmm. So there's a diff- there's a misconception of what self-care means. Self, what you describe is more se- what I describe self-pampering. Mm-hmm. You know, um, doing things for yourself. But for me, self-care means caring about me, caring about how I feel, caring about how I think, caring about what I want, caring about saying what I want to say. Care about yourself the same way you care about the people that you love in your life. We don't always buy gifts to the people we love, right? We don't do shopaholic things with them, right? We don't always take them to spa, but what do we do? We call them, we give them attention, we make them eat right, uh, uh, we check up on them, we say nice things, we're encouraging, we're supportive, we're loving. Well, that's caring for others, 
right? But when we talk about self-care, all of a sudden, all these variables are not considered. We think self-care means self-pampering, but self-caring about others is all that supportive, nice stuff. Mm-hmm. It ha- you have to do it for yourself. And I'm going to stress something, you know, I've been doing this almost 19 years now, saw several thousand of individuals in my office on a one-on-one basis, plus a few thousand more in my groups. So when you get to see so many people at such a close range, you see patterns come up. Yeah. And one of the things I find people underestimate is caring about themselves. People don't care about themselves. They care about what the neighbor said. They care about what somebody's going to do. They care about what people's opinion are. They care about... They um, care about their kids and their spouse and the dog and the car. Everybody else around, right? They they care about (laughs) their wellness. Once in a while, they care enough about their health, you know. But in general, people don't care about how they feel. And it's everything. It's everything. It's the fuel that makes you make all your decisions. You don't care enough about yourself. You'll never make the same decisions as if you cared about yourself. Mm. And when you look at people who are driven and successful, very often they care more about themselves. There's really a correlation between how much you like yourself and spend time with yourself and care for yourself, nourish yourself, and achieving what you want. There's a correlation there. Because when you care about yourself, you'll believe in yourself. You'll give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You'll, you know, you'll choose yourself. You're going to uh, say, why not? Let me try. Maybe, maybe, who knows, right? You're going to give yourself that potential. But when you don't care about yourself, it's complete opposite. Oh, what's the point? Doesn't work out. Oh, I'm a little scared. Yeah, it'll uh, just be a waste know, of time. Yeah. A waste of time. And, you you know, maybe it's not going to work out. I'm going to be so embarrassed. It's not the same inner dialogue. All because in one uh, area you cared enough about yourself and the other one you don't. So what I would venture is to, to let your readers, uh, your listeners know that it's so important to to care about yourself and it's the least selfish thing you can do people have a very wrong idea of what it means to be selfish and it's not selfish when you care about yourself because when you care about yourself you show up whole for everybody else you show up in a better place more energetic more uh, with more detachment and more acceptance and more energy But when you don't care about yourself, what happens? You can lose patience. You can snap. You can be present. I mean, you can physically be present there without mentally being present. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you're you're not the same person. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see that. So what about like this Hollywood stereotype of like this extremely driven type a person who like works themselves into a heart attack? I mean, they've got all the trappings of success. (laughs) Well, you know what, uh, and, and that's a good point, because uh, uh, in Hollywood, a lot of people are not successful. Right? <laughs> There's only a few that make it. So that's actually a very good example. And because there's a difference between being healthily focused to achieve something versus, um, you know, unhealthily focused, because you can achieve some certain things. Like people with bodybuilding, for example, they can physically look the body to find out that they're using steroids, that they're starving themselves, that they're, you know, so that success is temporary. 
And it's going to cost you somewhere else. So even if you have the body, it's going to cost you in your self-image and it's going to cost you in your, uh, in your personal integrity. And it's going to cost you in your personal life when the roid rage drives away everybody in your household. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to, it may turn people off. So even if you succeed somewhere, it can, it can be at a cost to somewhere else. But when you're healthy, there's a balance between uh, everywhere because you're balanced. When you're balanced and you you try to strive towards something, you're not intimidated. That's a, that's a big thing. Like you're you're confident in your ability, and you see everything on the outside as supporting you towards where you want to go, and you'll move away from people or things that don't support you. You make you really make better decisions when you're feeling better about yourself. And think of it in your life. Anytime in your life you felt good, weren't you making better decisions? Weren't you eating better? Weren't you walking out more? Weren't you calling people more? Weren't you taking more chances? Right? But when you don't feel good about yourself, you seclude yourself, you pull back, you, you know, you're short with people, you don't return phone calls, you don't even pick up the mess at home. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? So you're spiraling so, downward instead of spiraling, spiraling upward. upward. So how do we start to take those baby steps towards capturing that, what I want to call it? Uh, it feels sometimes like lightning in a bottle of, of caring for yourself. A, a lot of us, I, I do this love meditation, right? Where you, you send love to people that are easy to love and then people you're neutral to and then people that you have conflict with. And then ultimately, I have them send love to their own self. Mm-hmm. And the place where it falls down the most consistently is when they turn that love towards themselves. So how yes. do we learn to so that's alignment, do that? which you just described. Yeah. Uh, alignment is this idea of giving unconditional love in regard to others and to self. That's what you just described. So that's what alignment is. The idea that you it's unconditional, that you're not doing it, um, you're not doing it for gain other than to feel good in your own skin. That's the mm. first reason to care about yourself, to feel good being being you. And I'm sure those, any moment in your life you felt that, in that moment, you were centered. Yes. It's just to learn how to maintain, to to hold on to that centeredness, as opposed to changing under different conditions. Yeah. And it's easier under some conditions, I find, than others. We are up on our first break already. Can you believe this? It really does. Grab your pen, grab your piece of paper. I've got a little tiny homework for you. And what I'm thinking is spend some time with this idea of alignment and self-care and make a little list of the places where you are caring for yourself and making sure that that you have physically the things you need, mentally, emotionally, the things you need, spiritually, the things you need, including your own concern and regard. And uh, notice where you may have some gaps where you could perhaps check in on yourself a little bit more and make sure you have more of that energy as well. And hang with us, we'll be right back from the break. America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. In a Realm is a free monthly holistic health magazine that promotes total health and wellness of body, mind, and spirit. 
We're a much-loved community resource for both alternative and traditional healing. We're in our 24th year of educating our readers about innovative therapies aimed at stress reduction, emotional healing, diet modification, energy healing, body movement therapies like yoga and tai chi, and so much more. Restore your soul, find your balance, and elevate your life with Inner Realm. Find us at innerrealmmagazine.com. Hey, beautiful soul, Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Go to tellzofia, that's T-E-L-L-Z-O-F-I-A.com. Drop me a quick note and let me know. How has this show supported you? Where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That's tellzofia.com. Your opinion is critical in informing where I take the show next. Thank you so much and live soul first. Are you a business owner, 1099 contractor, part-time employee, or volunteer who needs group health coverage you can actually afford? Do you know a nonprofit who would benefit from unlimited zero-cost funding? How about cost reduction, school safety, mental health wellness, and more? All these and more are fair game on finding certainty. If you want more certainty in your own life, you are not alone. Join us each Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. Find your own brand of certainty and realize your personal American dream with Finding Certainty, hosted by Patrick Lang. Let's unwrap the certainty experience together. You are listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renee Morales, and I am still here with the amazing and wonderful Tony Rebeck. And before the break, we had asked you to spend some time with the ways in which you have been caring for yourself on all four levels, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, uh, and maybe where there might be some gaps. And I guess my question for you, Tony, is how do we know when we have enough alignment with ourselves and with our goals that the the going will be easier is do we have to be perfect what's the situation no here? no no <laughs> <laughs> more aligned more the more you let go of perfectionism uh and you have a lot of self-acceptance so it's really about how you feel your emotions we have a, a erroneous understanding of what emotions do for us you know a lot of people think that emotions are represent uh you know, our reaction to something or, um, you know, this is who I am. I hear that a lot from clients. Mm -hmm. So this is how I feel. But the feeling is really there to indicate to you how well your mind is connected with yourself. So what do I mean? It, when people feel, uh, you know, some criticism, you'll be annoyed, you'll be uncomfortable, more self-criticism, uh, you know, you're going to start feeling bad. You're going to start feeling like you're not good enough. A lot more self-criticism. You're going to feel worthless. You're going to feel that you're not good enough, that you're unimportant. So the more intense your emotion, the more your thought is not aligned with you. Mm -hmm. And the idea of alignment 
is not what we do. It's how we our thoughts are aligned with who we are. So, for example, uh, before you mentioned, you know, giving light, uh, giving love, sending love. But have you ever been in a state where you were upset, you know, mm-hmm. with someone? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So in that moment when you're upset, I'm not saying, by the way, that there's not a reason, a good reason to be upset. Many times we do have good reasons, but it doesn't change that the reason you feel upset is not because of what the, the person said or did, was because in that moment you lost alignment. Your thoughts started going against the love that you have for this person, that you can mm-hmm. give on this person, right? So you stopped being yourself in that moment, and that's what coming off your alignment is when that gap between how you're acting and thinking doesn't meet your normal self. An example would be, you know, we say something to somebody like out of anger or spite or something, you say something. And then later on with clarity, you're like, ah, oh, you know, maybe I should have been kinder. I should have been nicer. Yeah. I quote unquote, I, should have I, been jumped, I jumped to a conclusion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I jumped to a conclusion. And in jumping to that conclusion, the thought about that conclusion prevented me from being my my usual understanding self, my usual empathetic self. So if you're in your in your life, and I'm sure all of your viewers have experienced this, where you change your reaction to something, you know, you you were upset and afterwards you're calmer, or um, you know, you were in love with this person and now you're no longer in love with this person. <laughs> so what changed? It's your perception that changes. So if the way you think about a subject stops you from being your true self, your core self, which I'm going to plug in here, that your viewers also need to take time to understand who that is. Who are you? Who well, are you at your yeah. core? Good question. How do we discover who we are at our core? Because a lot of us have been taught that, well, we're what we do or we're what we say or Mm -hmm. that sort of thing or what someone else tells us we are. So basically everything you just said is conditioning, what we were taught, and that's the mind. But who we are is your state of being, something that has always been. So let me ask you, Sophia. So what is things about you that has always been there? You remember as a child being this way, as a teenager in your 20s, 30s, today, you're still that way. What would be some core traits? Mm, curiosity, compassion. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Curiosity, compassion. And the irony that I'm going to tell the I like that you said that because the trait I hear the most is curiosity. That's the trait I heard the most. And when my son was born, the first thing I thought of, because his eyes are just looking around, you know, and I know his brain is not fully developed, but his eyes are just looking. And I remember thinking, wow, he's curious. So my first trait to him was curiosity, you know, so curious and compassion. If during your lifetime, like you have an experience that stops you from being curious, you're shut down for example, or, you know, you're so angry, you can't be compassionate towards this person. Most people will say, well, I feel these emotions because of my life situation, because of this person, what this person said or did. And that's not why you're feeling those emotions. You're feeling those emotions because you stopped being yourself because of those conditions. And that's why therapy works. You go to therapy and what do we do? We help you release the tension, release the emotion that's tying you to what you perceive as this event. But in letting go of that, you come back more to send, you come back with your compassion, you come back with your curiosity. And that's what makes you enter life um, again. 
You see what I'm mm. saying? So, yeah. so the idea of your emotions guiding you. So when you're saying yes, the original question was, um, you know, is it enough? Well, do you feel good enough? Because if you feel good enough, then it's enough. If you don't feel good enough, then it's not enough. You have to do more core work. You have to do more work that recenters your thoughts with who you are. So really, our barometer is what what is our inner life like? Is it noisy and critical in there, or is it kind of relaxed and spacious? If it's relaxed and spacious, you're flowing. If it's critical, you're resisting. Okay. You're, it's That tension stops you from moving forward. So how do we start to release some of this conditioning, for lack of a better word? <laughs> because well, many of us have, have lived our way into mm -hmm. some golden handcuffs, <laughs> and we may find ourselves in less desirable employment circumstances uh -huh. or a marriage that's not working out or something of that ilk. Mm -hmm. How do we start to undo that kind of situation? How do we start to find our center, even maybe before we've left those situations? Yeah. <clears throat> well, um, being centered is a process. It's not an on and off switch. It's a process. It's something you do for yourself on a regular basis. And the more you care about yourself the way I described it before, the idea of caring about how you feel, caring about what you think of yourself, caring about what you do for yourself, caring about the choices you make for yourself, and especially the way you talk to yourself. That's caring. You got to practice caring about yourself. Because, you know, and you're absolutely right, we, we get conditioned into making the choices we made. And very often, we don't like the choices we've made, but we're stuck in them, right? But the more you learn to care about yourself, and I could encourage you to see a psychologist, I can encourage you to do all the homework that you send to your clients. It's it's about a homework thing. It's, you know, your viewers are listening, and I hope you're taking notes. And if you take this, if you listen, by the way, um, by tomorrow, 80% is forgotten. Mm. By next week, one sentence may be remembered. Yeah. Or just the impression, oh, you know, I, uh, yeah, it was a cool, uh, I don't exactly remember what she was talking about, uh, self-care, something about self-care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that's what tends to happen. We tend to hear something and because we haven't inculcated it into our mind, we lose it. Yeah. So the first thing I would tell your viewers when you're listening here, take notes, re-listen to it, take notes, practice what you read, practice what you wrote down, I mean. You have to reread it. You have to retell it to your story. You have to put it into practice. When Sophia, between the breaks, she's often giving these nice little exercises. Those are called process exercises, meaning they're making you, or reflective exercises, they're making you think, they're making your mind see things something differently. And that's what creates change. If you're not thinking differently, how can it be different? You mm. It all starts by there. So if you're in a position you don't like, for sure, you don't like enough yourself. That's why you're in there. So Ooh. you have to learn to care about yourself more. You have to care more about how you feel. You have to care about how you treat yourself and talk to yourself. That's a training. And the more you do that, either you will learn to really be comfortable where you are, like you're going to accept where you are and make the best of it, or you're going to learn to change things around. 
so that it matches how you feel because you your life always matches how you feel. And most people will say, well, it's, you know, because I'm at this job that I feel bad. No, you felt bad. That's why you chose the job. Oh, it's the oh opposite that happens. Yeah. So I know some people will hear that and go, well, that's not very compassionate. You're blaming me. <laughs> Holding you responsible. <laughs> well, and I love response able, right? Yep. Because response it's not able. about blame. It's about mm -hmm. saying, okay, the good news in all this is I can control my actions. I can control my choices. I can, that's all my purview. I don't have to change anybody else to make this happen, which is what I like about response able. <laughs> well, what what you're describing like and i understand why sometimes people will see it that way but it's because they don't understand that that's the way it works mm. the reason why you're stuck where you are the reason why things are not changing is because inside of you everything's always the same it's been the same for a while and you there's there's something happens in our lives when we care about ourselves the mud of my business is the better you feel the better life gets and the reason is because of all my clients. I would see that when their life got better, when they cared about themselves, whoa, all of a sudden they had the job they wanted. They were able to leave the job they didn't like. Uh, they left unhealthy relationships. They attracted better relationships. They went out with friends from the past. They started socializing again. So because they felt better, they made better choices for themselves. So most people don't see that correlation because we're what we call unconscious beings. We tend to be robots. We learn this conditioning that you were referring to before. We act on that conditioning as if it's real, but it's really just a conditioning that we're acting on. And from that acting, we create a life. And if you don't like the life you created, it's because the conditioning has to go. You have to resolve that. You have to find your alignment so that you make better choices because life changes always happens from making different choices. So how do we start to build that alignment with the the part of ourselves that's the true authentic thing, not all of this conditioning? Mm -hmm. Give us a little exercise we can do. Well, one of the things that, that I, I asked you before, what are your core traits? You named uh, two of them. You know, when I work with people and when I start doing process work, I name, we go up to eight of them. We start mm -hmm. with that. And by the way, did you notice something about your two core traits? Can you name just for the fun of it, for that I can prove my point. <laughs> so you said curious, you said compassionate. What else has always been there? Um, love of language. I've all the languages of the world. I've just fascinated by language okay, so love of language what else has always been there um, more within you rather than on the outside of you so sure. because, because you love language you may be somebody who loves variety like has have a love that is something that i love i love a lot of variety um, there you go i i'm an adventurous eater and I hate doing the same thing every day. So yes, variety is, is up there. Freedom. So you said adventurous, freedom. So, so just to name you the five of them, we, yeah. we could go on here. But you said adventurous, freedom, variety, curious, compassion. 
Yes. What's the common denomination of all these five? Hmm. There's something they have, like, if you had to put a heading on top of those five, what would you say? What kind of traits are these? Well, we're going to have a little dead hair here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to help you out because we're okay. on the video. <laughs> so is it useful or not? No. What are, do you they mean? Useful, are they useful traits or not useful traits? Are they positive traits or negative traits? I think in general, traits? they are positive traits. And in general, okay. I believe them to be useful, although mm -hmm. you can always misuse anything. <laughs> the minute you say misuse, you're, ta you're, ta you're talking about interacting with life. But if you're not yeah. talking interacting with life and you just focus on those core traits, they're good traits. Yeah. So that's who you are. So when you're asking me what I would tell your viewers is ask yourself that question. What is it about you that has always been there unconditional, meaning it doesn't depend on who you're talking to, whether you like this person or not, strangers or people you know, good weather, bad weather, whether you're at home or at work or on vacation. These core traits don't leave. They're just part of who you are. It doesn't mean they're always active inside of you but you always come back to them. You come back to being a curious person. You come back. So even if you had a moment in your life where, you know, you were depressed and not as curious and adventurous, you missed being curious. You missed being adventurous. You missed that old self. And then when you worked on yourself, you come back to being that curious, adventurous self. Those, that's who you are. That's who you are. And alignment is when you think in a way that matches those core traits. You have to connect your mind and who you are as a person, your beingness as one. And that's when you have that. You see these posters, sometimes you see these people, you know, like they're closing yeah. their eyes. They're like, yeah, they're doing little hand <laughs> mudras. Yeah. <laughs> it's chaos all around them, but they're so zen and centered. Well, how do you, what is, what is that? Well, that's because they're not letting their thoughts be bothered by the environment. Their thoughts are centered with their being state and that's why it feels calming. Mm. So when you're centered, the feeling you have the most is, you know, being, feeling good in my own skin, satisfied with who I am, a trust that everything's going to work out well, feeling driven that, you know, towards things that I want. If I don't know what I want, at least I'm going to have a great day. It's more, it's, you end up feeling that in your life. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, we are up on our second break already. Can you believe? <laughs> too fast. <laughs> too fast, too fast. But we have our homework cut out for us. Take your pen, take your piece of paper and spend some time around the qualities that make you, you. Go back to that childhood, early days and um, make a list two, three, four, five, eight. Eight, I believe, was the goal that she recommended. And hang with us. We'll be right back from the break. Follow Voice America at facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Hey, beautiful soul. Sophia Renea Morales here. I've been doing Sovereign Self for over a year now, and I would like to hear from you. Tell me what you want to hear in coming shows. Leave a quick voice message at 520-261-6827. And let me know, how has the show supported you? 
where should we go next? Or are you perfectly content with where we're going at the moment? That number, 520-261-6827. Thank you so much for your feedback. It's crucial in informing where I take the show next. Thank you and go out and live soul first. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. listening to Sovereign Self with Sophia Renea Morales. We'd love to hear from you on the show today. Call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or if you'd prefer, send an email to asksophia at transformationspace.co. Now, back to Sovereign Self. Thanks for hanging in with us through the break. This is Sophia Renea Morales, and I am back with Tony Revick. And you, over the break, had some time to put together a list of your core traits of who you are at your essence. Um, So now that we have that, Tony, how do we start aligning not just with ourselves, but aligning our goals so that they align with ourselves? What are some indications that they're not in alignment. How do we know when they're coming into alignment? How do we know a good idea when we see it and what's just distraction? <laughs> so many questions. I know, and so few answers. <laughs> so little time. So little time. So little okay. time to get the answers. So what I would like your, I'm going to address your uh, your listeners, and I hope you did do that because it's getting to know who you are. And by the way, I hope you also continue the idea of finding right now up to eight, it's just for you to start getting to know yourself and to know that this is uh, this is your being state. So no one can take this away from you. However, before answering your questions, um, Zofia, some people uh, are, um, like you said before, it depends on the condition. So for example, some people feel they're very generous in their core traits, but then will say, well, people take advantage of me right Mm -hmm. so the idea is not to dislike the core trait because that'll never change you have to you're gonna make peace you're gonna be generous regardless you're gonna be generous but you may need to learn how to be generous you know to whom you're being generous what's the boundaries there I'm, i'm not gonna go too much into that that can be for another conversation but just to say that it's not the core trait that's the issue it's how sometimes you're utilizing it in the world And what's also important, uh, I'm going to share here, those core traits are not just for everybody else. They are for you as well. So a lot of times people will say, well, I'm generous with everybody else, but I leave myself nothing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why everybody likes you. (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> and that's why you have you so know? many people who cling to you, yes. <laughs> and why you feel empty, right? Because yeah. you're giving to them and not to yourself. So see the logic in that. So you're supposed to give to others because it's generous, because it feels good. When it feels good to give to others, then you're on path with that core trait. But you're supposed to also give to yourself. If you don't know how to, that's the work that you need to do. That's alignment. I That I'm supposed to feel comfortable also being generous with myself. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you got to learn to feel, to, I'm getting to answering your questions, is that you got to feel comfortable in those core traits you got to feel comfortable and own it and not let the people around your circumstances, people, event, change that for you. That's what happens. We allow experiences to change us. And that's what giving our power away means. So coming back to the blame, it's not about blame. It's about where's your power? Do you give it to other people? Because if you do, you're a puppet under a string. That yeah. means they need to call you for you to feel valuable. They need to give you a compliment for you to feel important. They need to validate you for you to feel like you're worth something, right? Yeah. But if you are giving it uh, to yourself, then when somebody gives it to you, it's going to feel nice, but it's not needed because you're already self-supporting uh, emotionally. And so when you do that, then reaching your goals is a lot easier, Mm. About the, the battle with your goals is not with the goal. The goal is waiting for you. Like, think about it. Anything you want, anything, wouldn't it be great to have? Sure. Isn't it a, our goals tend to be positive. I want most people, their goals will be pay off my debts, uh, pay tuitions for my kids, have some money in the bank so that when I leave, they have, um, yeah. you know. Take a, nice say, vacation with the family. take a nice yeah. vacation with the family. Most people, when you give them, when you tell them, what would you do with a million? It's always paying off debts and giving to people I love. So you want your goals to come true. They're wonderful goals. Uh, uh, get a higher position. A goal could also be to be aligned. That, that should yeah. be your first goal because that is the gateway to achieving so much more. If you don't have that, very hard to achieve your goals. It's not the goal. The, most goals are achievable, you know, um, or at least on your way there is achievable. Maybe you won't get a million dollars, but you may have a higher salary. You may make some investments that's going to pay off for you, right? So the idea is that whatever you want, wants you because it, mm. you always make the world a better place when you achieve your goals. So you want to achieve your goals, but are you ready for it? Are you emotionally capable? Do you believe in yourself? Do you feel the inner resources? Are you connected to those core traits? Because if you're not, it's going to be hard to achieve. And if you are, it's going to feel like you're coasting there. You're going to enjoy the ride. You're going to enjoy the journey there. And you're going to attract what you need to attract. And I'm not talking necessarily about you know, just a, a, a magic. That's not at all. Everything is scientifically based. But, you know, an example would be, you know, when you smile. Mm -hmm. So let's say you're feeling good, you smile more. Yeah. Don't people smile more back? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And then another time, go to work, do this test. Go to work smiling tomorrow and smile at everybody, strangers on the street. Just smile. See people's reaction. Then the next day or two days later, be grumpy. You know, and you're mm -hmm. going to see it's not the same attraction. You're more, more people will not 
more people will pull away from you. They're going to be like, what's wrong with her? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She's in a sour mood and I'm not coming close to her. And you would think it's the opposite. If you feel bad, people approach you. No, they'll pull away from you. Yeah. I will approach you. Somebody. Yeah, exactly. Someone like me will approach you and go, are you all right? Are are you okay? (laughs) Exactly. But most people don't want your business. They just want to have a nice exchange, right? They have their own issues to deal with, not because they don't care, but because they too have things going on. So, um, but, but if you, so that's what I mean by attraction, what you put out, the energy in which you come into the world and which you show up attracts a different experience than, um, than if you are not showing up. Yeah. Well, and then the question becomes authenticity, right? You're, because mm-hmm. we have, we have bad hair days. It happens, right? <laughs> and then, you know, things tend to spiral from there. How do you step into being happy and spreading happiness authentically when you've, you've had one of these mornings <laughs> with a capital so, M? Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm more in the preventative game. I'm in the right. get ahead of ourselves game. And there's there's an answer to your question, but if you really want to be working on yourself, being centered, being aligned, being focused on you, you got to you got to make sure you're okay. You got to make sure of that. And when the more you are okay, the more things bounce off you. You're not noticing the negativity. You're not drawing in the negativity. You don't. You don't stay lingering on the negativity. That's what ends up happening. So you you manage your feel good state a lot longer. Now, when it comes to after, you know, you said what happens in those bad days, um, and I know this is going to be um, uh, sometimes difficult to hear, but we don't necessarily have bad days. We have bad attitudes we have we mm. don't show up whole days that's yeah. what that is because yeah. how is it that today you're not good and the next day you are you know you know it deep down you know it was you you know mm. and this is not a blame again this is where's the power because if i point to the day if i point outside wherever i point has power over me so i better be pointing at myself you know so that i am response able for my life now, that doesn't mean, I'm sure some of your listeners are listening to me. <laughs> no, Tony, <laughs> you don't know my life, and it's really tough. And granted, it really is for some people way tougher than for others. But it doesn't change that your feeling state doesn't belong to those events. This is why you see some people, like, they're so admirable. How is it that they're paraplegic? How is it that they, they lost so much and still you see their spirit? You know, Yeah, they're smiling that- and joking and... Yeah, they're doing that doesn't mean they don't have these difficult moments, but they're they they focus on uh, on caring about who they are. And that's what pulls them through. Mm. It always pulls you through. Don't care about who you you can have everything. And we know these stories too. people who have absolutely everything. And then you're wondering, why did he off himself? Yeah, everything. Right. Except for that internal peace and alignment. The internal yeah. piece wasn't there. And that's yeah. everything. That's the that's, starting point. That That is really an amazing starting point. So if you are having one of these bad hair day kind of things, it's probably... Give into it. It's, Give into yeah. it. You have yeah. the right to feel awful. 
Exactly. And you have the right to take a sick day. You have the right to decide this is when I go and I find Tony and I get involved in true self-psychology or whatever your, your answer is. Anything that you believe will help you, but coming to another thing, um, help yourself. People help others. They fix their car. They go see the dentist. If something's wrong, they'll go to the lawyer's office, whatever. But help yourself emotionally. It's everything. It's the base of every, everything you do is based on how you feel. You feel good. You do better decisions than if you don't feel good. So you want to practice feeling good, make how you feel the most important thing every day. And you're going to see with practice you're going to not only feel better, but you are going to make the better choices that's going to resolve a lot of your problems. It takes time to resolve the longer term problems. Sometimes it takes a moment, like just something so quick. Some people, those are those aha moments. For the most part, though, it's across time. And I compare it to weight loss. You can work on weight loss, but then you have to maintain the gains. So it is a life journey, your choices of how to be, whether it's physically healthy, emotionally healthy, spiritually healthy, whatever is important for you, but it is a long run game. It's You have to make it part of your routine, not a mm-hmm. once in a while thing. I think when it comes to psychological, um, people are, I, I find they're looking for that fix, you know, but that's why it's not working yeah. because it has to be, you have to incorporate into your daily yeah. routine, just like brushing well, your teeth. I, I don't know about Canada, but in the US, the medical system tends to kind of encourage the quick fix because they mm-hmm. don't support you in, in getting the longer term support a lot of times. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I can I can see that. I, 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 I've got to, you know, extend some compassion out there to the people who are going, yeah, but, um, but you also invest in yourself in other ways. So it might be worth when you considering. Invest in yourself, you're able to handle all those challenges in a better yeah, way. Exactly. That's what that's what happens. Yeah. So there's there's something to be said for making that investment in yourself, even if the system isn't going to do that. <laughs> you know what? Uh no matter if you make how you feel important, then you can have better moments. You can accumulate better moments. More and more, those moments will increase. And there's a return on investment. There's an energy return. So you're spiraling. Somehow you're going to start spiraling upward. And again, this is not a fix. It's not an on and off. It is. And I, when I understood that, it changed the way I, I took care of myself. Even, you know, that it is a continuous process that I've learned to fall in love with. And people work with me, they learn to fall in love with that process too. You've got to care about who you are. Like I, I talked about brushing your teeth every day. People brush their, well, at least most days. <laughs> most days, most people, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 you know, once, twice, three times a day, but you spend more time brushing your teeth than you do cleaning your emotions and your mind. And yet it's your mind that's making you brush your teeth. So there's yes. not a thing you're not doing that doesn't come first by your how you feel about yourself. Very you nice. You care about your teeth, you're going to brush them. You don't care about your teeth, you won't brush them. Exactly. So we are up on the end of our episode already. Mm-hmm. And I love ah. this encouragement to 
to clean up our emotions every day a yes. little bit, <laughs> take a little baby Rest step towards, <laughs> towards being nicer to yourself. Uh, thank you for joining me, Tony. I thank really appreciate that. Me. Thank you to everyone who joined us today. Thank you for being here. And I, I look forward to hearing from you. I would love to hear from you. Send me a quick line at askzofia, A-S-K-Z-O-F-I-A at transformationspace.co. And let me know what you thought of the show, other topics you'd like to see me take on, uh, who you'd like to have me talk to on this program, and anything else that's on your heart. And until next week, go out and live soul first. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. Sovereign Self can be heard live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Please join host Sophia Renea Morales again next week right here 